today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, but it is expected today that the Ford government uh, will be instituted new rules in regard to certain hot spots. Nobody knows exactly what this is going to be. More are talking of a surgical approach as opposed to the blanket approach. Uh, but again, we're pretty much seeing most of southern Ontario pretty much from uh, Hamilton, the greater Toronto, Hamilton area, uh, all under uh, the red zone as of now. So uh, what extra measures will be put in place for the red zone and who is in that and and whether it is Toronto and Peel and York or the rest of uh, the red zone, we'll certainly uh, try to figure that out. All right, let's bring in Rocco Rossi, President and CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, and obviously very much waiting to hear what the uh, Premier has to say this afternoon. Rocco, thanks for the time. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Hanging in there, Scott. Thanks for having me on. I hear you. So what are you expecting this afternoon from the Premier at 3.30? Well, um, we're hearing similar rumors. What what we're hoping uh, for is real clarity uh, as much as is possible. We would love to see um, a further commitment to more testing, tracking, and tracing because, um, you know, if you truly want to be surgical, then we need far better data than what uh, we're using. Lockdowns are blunt instruments when you don't have uh, full data, and so that's really, that's really important. Doing much more in the way of testing would allow us to really understand uh, where uh, things are starting, how they're spreading, and how to contain them. Also, if you're going to lock areas down, let's make sure that the promised supports, financial supports, to keep these folks going because they're taking one for the team. They're being asked to do something, and they're prepared to do their part for public health, but make sure that that those supports are there. And it's even more important the second time around because at the first wave, you know, businesses had some cash on hand, had some ability to potentially borrow some more. That's gone. The money is gone. The ability to borrow anything more is gone. And, um, and so that clarity, those supports in place, the testing, tracking, and tracing, really crucial. Uh, getting back to uh, the, what the Prime Minister said earlier on, he said that uh, obviously uh, uh, that more aid is on the way come Monday. Is that support? Can you see that support helping out? It, 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 was there anything positive coming out of that for you? Um, you know, it, it really uh, goes back to the fact that uh, the, the Senate has finally passed C-9, uh, which is the much-awaited revised version of uh, both uh, the loan program and, more importantly, the uh, rental subsidy program, because that original program, uh, for months we were saying, along with other business groups, that there were fundamental flaws. Uh, It was inappropriately uh, offloading this responsibility to landlords when it should be uh, directing the support directly to uh, tenants, that's being corrected, but the money has to come. It's not good enough simply to say, you know, don't worry, we got your back, it's coming. It actually has to come because, again, this has been going on for months, and the revised rental subsidy program was promised 
two rent days ago. Uh, we've passed two, and so people are literally hanging on by their fingernails and further lockdowns, further restrictions going into what should be the busiest uh, retail season of the year is devastating news for many sectors. Are you confident that what the Prime Minister had to, to say today and the delivery of those monies starting Monday, that that will get into those hands, that that will solve the issues or at least work towards solving the issues you're speaking of? Um, I, I am always hopeful. I'm by nature an optimist. But uh, it's uh, to use a line that Ronald Reagan uh, made famous, trust but verify. We need those dollars in people's accounts so that they can pay their bills and they can make the decisions to stay around because otherwise you're going to see an acceleration of bankruptcies. And, and quite frankly, even before you get the additional restrictions, the, the damage that's being done on a daily basis to confidence levels of consumers um, so that even if you're allowed to be open, people aren't coming um, is problematic. So that's why it's so important to be, to be clear, to be consistent, to make sure all levels of government, which you know, from early days was working incredibly well in terms of levels of cooperation and collaboration, better than anything we've seen before. And the last few weeks, we've just been seeing that, you know, tear at the edges a little bit. And that confusion is is the enemy of compliance. Hmm. Uh, you talked about testing and, you know, there's been chatter forever about uh, rapid testing, high speed testing, fast testing, something that gets you in and out in a hurry as opposed to having uh, to wait two or three or four days or whatever uh, for the results of your testing, uh, the results of your test. However, that just doesn't seem to be materializing. I, I guess it is in, in, in certain areas and such where it's needed. Um, but, but, uh, nowhere near enough, Scott. Yeah, where, I mean, it, I mean, again, this is this is due to just lack of supply, from what I understand. I mean, the the same thing with the the fifty thousand tests. We can do fifty thousand tests a day, but the problem is we don't have the capacity to get the the quick results and in those results into the hands of, of people uh, quick enough. So at the end of the day, there just it, there doesn't appear that we have any rapid testing at this point and won't really solve this problem. Certainly before the the vaccine comes out. So are we asking questions? that there are no answers to, I guess is my point. No, I don't think we are. I mean, the, for the last uh, several weeks, there's been um, an incredible test procedure happening at, um, at Pearson Airport uh, with uh, far more rapid uh, testing that doesn't require uh, you know, nurses to take it through that can be self-administered. Yeah, that's the study uh, that McMaster. That's the study that McMaster was involved in for a few yeah. weeks. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Twelve-hour, twelve-hour turnaround. Um, that it, it, it's a question of putting the money behind it because yes, it's very encouraging the news about the vaccine, but the reality is, assuming all of the testing and the safety and so on is is great. Then there's the manufacture and distribution and ensuring that enough people take it so that you get to quote unquote herd immunity. And, and realistically, even in optimistic thinking, that's about a year. Uh, and, yeah. and so 
waiting for that is not a is not a reasonable answer. Testing, increasing testing capacity should have been being done from the time of the first wave because we've been told the second wave was coming. But again, Rocco, everybody says that. But the point is, we don't have that ability now. We didn't have it at the beginning. We still don't have it now. Obviously, that's not something you can turn around in a quick period of time. I mean, it's, it's like PPEs. Either you have it or you don't have it. No, and, but if you have uh, a year which is what we're looking at, there is time to do more in the interim. We have so you're talking about the future. 20 to 50, and there's more room to be, to be moved. Mm-hmm. How do you think, um, you know, obviously there isn't good news uh, coming for the red zones or specifically those hot spots uh, this afternoon. Um, is there any hope between now and the holiday season? As you mentioned, uh, obviously this is a very important time for small business and retailers and such uh, gearing up for, for the Christmas holidays and such. Um, do you think if we have these uh, tough measures now that we can have some sort of situation uh, for the holiday, or do you think this is just going to continue right through? I, I'm and I know that's a question nobody yeah. on, on radio. <laughs> nobody can um, answer that. But what I would encourage everyone uh, is now more than ever, local business needs your business. So where you're able, and I know everyone has their own financial headwinds to deal with, but where you're able, buy local online, uh, buy gift certificates, uh, order delivery. Uh, every little bit is going to help. As important as the government programs are, there is no substitute at the end of the day to consumers opening up their wallets and making that spending happen. The interesting thing is retail sales are almost back to the level that they were pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. but there's been such a shift to online that you have people like Amazon have just been doing incredibly well, yeah. but that hasn't been great news for our Main Street businesses. What are you expecting post-vaccination, Rocco? Because, again, uh, we are hearing positive news uh, uh, in regard to vaccinations. And, and again, I, I don't want to in- encourage people to drop the protocol or drop their right. guard by any means. Um, but, you know, we are seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. They're saying January to March, uh, we could see vaccinations uh, in the arms of the most vulnerable and those working on the front line, uh, the general population towards midsummer. Once that happens, what do you think is going to happen, Rocco? I mean, it is it, and obviously will be a gradual thing. It won't be the flipping of a switch. But will right, this give a dimmer the, switch, not an on-off? Switch. Exactly, a dimmer switch is a great way to describe it. But do you feel that once that happens, once that vaccination's in place, that people will have the confidence? And although with a dimmer switch, it will come on. Um, Again, I'm an optimist, so I, I do believe that will be the case, but it will be slow, and particularly those businesses who are kind of first uh, out will be last back. And so I think about uh, airlines, I think about tourism, because there's still going to be issues, um, you know, if a, if a relatively wealthy country like Canada is going to be able to get to those vaccinations. Think about, uh, think about more developed econ- developing economies. And we remain one 
plane ride away from from uh, a virus spreading. Mm. Um, so there will be segments that will take longer. There are also issues of what things have been accelerated that will will continue that won't go back to the way it was before because lots of companies have started doing more digitally. My my parents in their 80s ordered online for the first time in their lives. That's great. And they quite liked it. And so they're not going to go back 100% to not being online. Yeah. Um, you've got a lot of people who've now been used to and developed systems for working at home. What does that do long-term to commercial real estate, to offices, to the balance between downtown city living versus country, um, lots of things that, that um, not necessarily good nor bad, but will be different. So this has been a major shock to the system, continues to be, and will have consequences that outlive the pandemic. Uh, just coming across uh, as breaking news in the last half hour or so, the Toronto Raptors will not be allowed to play their home games in Toronto uh, as per uh, the Canadian government. Your thoughts on that and what that means to a city like Toronto? Well, look at the whole border issue with the U.S., of which this is one uh, element of it, um, is going to remain complicated because as bad as things are here for cases, the, the U.S. is significantly worse. And so there is simply no appetite on, on anyone's part uh, to holus bolus reopen um, the border. And if you're going to set that policy, you can't be seen to say, well, but it's okay for millionaire sports athletes to go back and forth because this is important, but not uh, not people, uh, you know, for tourism or other uh, or other reasons. So, I think you have to do it. But the impact is uh, continues to be big on on tourism, on hospitality, um, massive, uh, massive, massive Im- impact. Sometimes the answer is is right. Uh, but the consequences are large, and they certainly will be for downtown hotels, for media companies, for the the restaurants and hospitality that uh, that go around with that. Um, th- these are not easy moments for any of us. What message do you have, Rocco, for Biz or or even those that that frequent them as we head into a weekend looking at at uh, more stricter measures? What do you say to those businesses? Again, three things. Um, one, really important to to support local, and that's also businesses supporting other businesses within uh, the local environment. We we need each other's business more than ever before. Two, um, we have an individual response, and that's businesses, consumers, employees, everyone should be downloading the COVID alert uh, app. It really frustrates me that millions upon millions of Canadians, Ontarians are more than willing to share private information on Facebook, Internet, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and yet resist uh, what is what protects your privacy even even more the covid alert app fearing that you know big brother is going to be watching us and and none of those other apps actually are saving lives or helping frontline healthcare workers 
automate tracking and tracing to a significant level, that's something we can all uh, very much do. And, and, and finally, and our members are, are doing it, we're more than prepared to do what we have to do um, in terms of supporting proper public uh, health policy. But if you're going to put those restrictions, if you're going to ask us to take one for the team, make sure the supports are there at the same time. And, and, and we at the Chamber uh, are working on that each and every day. Rocco Rossi has been with us, President and CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, ahead of uh, Doug Ford's news conference coming up later on today at 3.30, which we will cover live, uh, and no doubt we'll bring in more restrictions. Rocco, thanks for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Be well. Good luck. Stay positive and test negative, my friend. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to use that, Rocco. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.